Part twelve of Eros and Psyche by Robert Bridges. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nathan at antipodeanwriter.wordpress.com. Eros and Psyche by Robert Bridges. Part twelve, February. While Eros in his chamber hid his tears, mourning the loss of Psyche and her fate, the rumour of her safety reached his ears, and how she came to Aphrodite's gate, whereat with hope returned his hardihood, and secretly he purposed, while he could, himself to save her from the goddess' hate. Then learning what he might, and guessing more, his ready wit came soon to understand the journey to the far Laconian shore, whither to fly and seek his love he planned and making good escape in dark of night ere the sun crossed his true meridian flight he by to throne struck the southern strand there as it chanced he found that snowy bird of crete that late made mischief with his queen and now along the cliffs with wings unstirred sailed and that morn had crossed the sea between whom as he passed he hailed and questioned thus o snowy gull if thou from taenarus become so hast thou there my psyche seen the gull replied thy psyche have i seen walking beside the sea she joyeth to bear a pyx of dark obsidian's rarest green wherein she gazeth on her features fair she is not hence by now six miles at most then eros bade him speed and down the coast held on his passage through the buoyant air with eager eye he searched the salty marge boding all mischief from his mother's glee and wondering of her wiles and what the charge shut in the dark obsidian picks might be and lo at last outstretched beside the rocks psyche as lifeless and the open box laid with the weedy refuse of the sea he guessed all flew down and beside her knelt with both his hands stroking her temples wan and for the poison with his fingers felt and drew it gently from her and anon she slowly from those stygian fumes was freed which he with magic handling and good heed replaced in picks and shut the lid thereon o psyche thus and kissing her he cried o simple-hearted psyche once again hast thou thy foolish longing gratified a second time hath prying been thy bane but lo i love and come for i am thine nor ever more shall any fate malign or spite of goddess spite our love in twain let now that i have saved thee twice outweigh the once that i deserted thee and thou hast much obeyed for once to disobey and wilt no more my bidding disallow take up thy picks to aphrodite go and claim the promise of thy mighty foe may be that she will grant it to thee now if she should yet refuse despair not yet then psyche when she felt his arms restore their old embrace and as their bodies met knew the great joy that grief is pardoned for and how it doth first ecstasy excel when love well known long lost and mourned well in long days of no hope comes home once more but eros leaping up with purpose keen into the air as only love can fly bore her to heaven and setting her unseen at aphrodite's golden gate whereby they came as night was close on twilight dim there left and bidding her say nought of him went onward to the house of zeus most high where winning audience of the heavenly sire who well disposed to him was used to be 
he told the story of his strong desire and boldly begged that zeus would grant his plea that he might have sweet psyche for his wife and she be dowered with immortal life since she was worthy by his firm decree and great zeus smiled and at the smile of zeus all heaven was glad and on the earth below was calm and peace awhile and sorrow's truce the sun shone forth and smote the winter snow the flowers sprang the birds gan sing and pair and mortals as they drew the brightened air marvelled and quite forgot their common woe yet gave the thunderer not his full consent without some words at length is come the day thus spake he when for all thy youth misspent thy mischief-making and thy wanton play thou art upgrown to taste the sweet and sour good shall it work upon thee from this hour look we for better things and this i say that since thy birth which all we took for bliss thou hast but mocked us and no less on me hast brought disfavour and contempt eris than others that have had to do with thee till only such as vowed themselves aloof from thee and thine were held in good approof and few there were who thus of shame went free that punishment is shapen as reward is like thy fortune but our good estate we honour while we sit to be adored and thus twas written in the book of fate not for thy pleasure but the general weal grant i the grace for which thou here dost kneel and that which i determine shall not wait so winged hermes through the heaven he sped to warn the high celestials to his hall where they should psyche see with eros wed and keep the day with feast ambrosial and hermes flying through the skyey ways of high olympus spread sweet psyche's praise and bade the mighty gods obey his call then all the cronian gods and goddesses assembled at his cry and now twas known why zeus had smiled the lesser majesties attending them before his royal throne athena mistress good of them that know came and apollo warder off of woe who had to psyche's sire her fate foreshown demeter giver of the golden corn fair hebe honoured at her attic shrine and artemis with hunting spear and horn and dionysus planter of the vine with old poseidon from the barren sea and leto and the lame hephaestos he himself who built those halls with skill divine and ruddy pan with many a quip and quirk ered among those lofty gods his mirth ill-bred bearing a mighty bowl of cretan work stern ares with his crisp hair helmeted came and retired hestia and the god hermes with winged cap and ribboned rod by whom the company was heralded and hera sat by zeus and all around the muses that of learning make their choice who when apollo struck his strings to sound sang in alternate music with sweet voice and righteous themis and the graces three ushering the angered aphrodite she alone of all were there might not rejoice but ere they sat to feast zeus bade them fill the cup ambrosial of immortal life and said if psyche drink and tis my will there is an end of this unhappy strife nor can the goddess whose mislike had birth from too great honour paid the bride on earth forbid her any more for eros wife then aphrodite said so let it be and psyche was brought in with such a flush of joy upon her face as there to see was fairer to love's eye than beauty's blush and then she drank the eternal wine whose draught 
Can terror cease, which flesh hath never quaffed, Nor doth it flow from grape that mortals crush. And next stood Eros forth, and took her hand, And kissed her happy face before them all, And Zeus proclaimed them married, and outbanned From heaven whoever should that word miscall. And then all sat to feast, and one by one Pledged Psyche ere they drank, and cried, Well done! And merry laughter rang throughout the hall. So thus was Eros unto Psyche wed, The heavenly bridegroom to his earthly bride, Who won his love in simple maidenhead, And by her love herself she glorified, And him from wanton wildness disinclined, Since in his love for her he came to find A joy unknown through all Olympus wide. And Psyche for her fall was quite forgiven, Since gainst herself when tempted to rebel, By others' malice on her ruin driven, only of sweet simplicity she fell wherein who fall may fall unto the skies and being foolish she was yet most wise and took her trials patiently and well and aphrodite since her full defeat is kinder and less jealous than before and smiling on them both calls psyche sweet but thinks her son less manly than of yore though still she holds his arm of some renown when he goes smiting mortals up and down piercing their marrow with his weapons sore so now in steadfast love and happy state they hold for aye their mansion in the sky and send down heavenly peace on those who mate in virgin love to find their joy thereby whom gently eros shooteth and apart keepeth for them from all his sheaf that dart which psyche in his chamber picked to try now in that same month psyche bare a child who straight in heaven was named Hedony, in mortal tongues by other letters styled, whom all to love, however named, agree, whom in our noble English joy we call, and honour them among us most of all, whose happy children are as fair as she. Envoy, it is my prayer that she may smile on all who read my tale as she hath smiled on me. End of part twelve. End of Eros and Psyche by Robert Bridges. Recorded by Nathan at antipodeanwriter.wordpress.com.